Ladies and gentlemen, investors in the property market massively on the decline. Let's talk about the trend, where it's heading in the future. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 405. Where have all the investors gone? With huge capital growth, a surging property market, it's always good to look at who's buying so vendors, so we can advise vendors, so we can target the marketing. And Mark, as you can see the graph behind me, it, it's, painting a, it's painting a picture of... Um, a lot of owner occupiers. What do you read of this? And it's not just over the last quarter, yeah. it's the last five years. So it's pretty interesting that right now you can buy a property and it's positively geared. And for anyone that doesn't know what that means, it'll put money into your back pocket from day one. So after you pay the rent, the strata, the council, or whatever your outgoings are, you'll still be up. Now, you would think that that would have skyrocketed the investor market, but quite the opposite, dude. Yeah, it has, like, lowest interest rates ever. Um, but I think where the biggest, probably when we're looking at this graph, like, to give you a concept, and I'll bring it up on a bigger one, like, from 2017, we're at about 40% of purchases were investors. The heights was at 2015 at 45% and we're probably just under 23, 24%. And it's been a steady decline from 2017, which was base, probably our last peak mark, um, our big peak in the residential market. And the thing I'm looking into that was what, if you look at what's changed, um, because interest rates have gotten lower, it would probably be lending for how investors were treated is probably the one of the strongest reasons I think for this decline because I don't think it's a sentiment of people going, I don't want property or one's enough sort of thing. I, I think it's a like you you know as well, the serviceability became very hard for investors um, and how they looked at it. Because the biggest change was previously when giving a loan, if you're buying an investment property, and they would a lot of the time just look at it going, okay, the income of the property is 500 a week, your loan's $500 a week, it pays for itself, you're okay on your 60K and your income, and you've already got a property you live in. But I think the biggest change was they now want you to be able to show you can pay the property you live in mortgage and the full mortgage of the investment property, and they take a lot, some banks will take no income into consideration. So basically, your income needed to be say 120 grand rather than 60 for the same loan and transaction. What What do you think? I That's think, probably yeah. I my think thought. people have got to fund, fundamentally remember that you know traditionally over the last 10 or 20 years, it didn't matter if you had a very good income or if you had a very good asset position. Either or, you could actually get a loan. Uh, now that fundamentally changed with all the Royal Commission and you know the couple of years of going into the Royal Commission and the couple of years of coming out of the Royal Commission where responsible lending was treated a lot more seriously and they turned around and said look 
you know, we don't care if you own that property outright. You know, if you have a million dollar property with no debt, we really don't give a shit. We want to know that you, if we do give you a loan, that you can actually fundamentally service it with your incomes, incomes with rent or incomes through your work. We actually don't care if you've got a million bucks that we can secure in the, in the event of you defaulting. I think that really swung that investor market heavily. It did, didn't it? Like, Mark, I remember when we were doing Osprey, we had a client with three, three four million million worth of assets of properties all paid off and they struggled to get a loan for a $500,000 studio because the, the the broker was like, you have no income. And they're like, we have three properties paid off plus our home. We have 150K income. Like, yeah, but that's not your personal income. If all tenants stop paying rent, how will you pay for this property? They really scrutinized the income generating and I, where do you think that will go? Do you reckon that's alarm bells for government, our economy, investors dropping off, or do you think that's healthy? Or because are, are people just not going to invest, or they're going to buy something else, stock, shares, business? Well, but don't forget, this is um, some of this. It, it could actually really um, skyrocket rents by taking by not having investors entering the marketplace. Um, so, do you know what I mean? Like, people got to be really, really careful because we want to encourage investors in the marketplace because there's there are simply people out there that don't want to be um, um, they don't want to be sorry they don't want to own it's, they want to rent. This weather out there is torrential. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I I think fundamentally people got to be really careful that you know we want investors we want that balance in the marketplace. I think it's good lending wise. Uh, and also, I think through COVID, it was discretionary. Um, you could turn off buying an investment property very, very easily um, if you were an investor over the last 12 months. But if you're a young family of four living in a two-bedroom unit uh, and you're both now working from home, that sort of was a bit of that was a bit of a, a, a pressure cooker, which you know you really had to buy. So I think we can't we can't forget that just. Um, investor spend is a lot more discretionary than, than owner-occupier spend. Yeah, and just like Luke said, investors went into hibernation during COVID, and th they did, especially the commercial market. Um, we felt it very, very hard. But even, um, as Luke says, over COVID, it's a rapid drop from, even if we go back to down 17 30%, 18%, 30%, so even then it's a 7% it's a drop from investors. So it's going to be very interesting to see what what happens especially now when like mark we with that i keep referring to arthur street sale uh the not basically an original home we sold for two million and 36 which 12 months ago that would have been nine months ago would have been one four and you look at that what that would rent for it was about one and a half percent so if investors do come back in the market especially in the housing market the growth has been so significant. Like if you're an investor looking in 18, 19 compared to now, you're going to be, I think we're going to hopefully see a surge in different asset classes, offices, commercial factories, um, people trying to maybe do their own developments because of the capital growth there, which will stimulate uh, construction. Uh, Luke's asked what are open homes going to be like today? Whenever the weather's really crap, we find 
basically the series buyers come out. Hey, Mark, like if you normally have 10, you'll have four buyers, but they're the ones cashed up, ready to go, who are motivated to go through this weather. Um, so some days it's the, it, even though it feels like the worst day, it's almost the best day to be working. It's like a Sunday. Yes. When we do Sunday open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It certainly, it certainly knocks, um, knocks the people around that are sort of half-assed about it. But, guys, I, I really want you to have a big think about this. And this is a live show. So if you've got any questions relating to investors that we're talking about today, where have investors gone the market, throw them at us. We're happy to have a chat with you about it live. Um, I, I just think it's really, really interesting that um, – Something that people can't forget either is the government on, has built a lot of equity into the market. Um, so the, I think one of the first things when you saw when you saw America have a really hard time, there was actually no fat or equity built into property. So where the loan was to where the worth of the value was was pretty much the same place. So if they ever sold you up in America, you know there wasn't much fat there to save you or the bank. Um, I, I think people um, shouldn't forget that part of our regulatory lending that we've had in the last 12 months, 36 months and 48 months, that there was actually a lot of equity being built in. So bank valuers were valuing stuff much harder, which could have automatically add another 10% into the into it. So sometimes the bank valuers are often valuing it 10% lower. And if that, the, you know, that actually gave equity not to the person who, who owned it or did, I guess, have equity uh, to the person that owned it, but had like a back-end equity with, with banks. So I think that, and then now you can see that property market surging as well. There's equity built in there again. So you may find that people's appetite for investment property may grow because they've got some nice equity there to work with, but yes. it's got to be matched and coupled by income, which will be the interesting one to see. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think as, as Luke says, yields are terrible in Sydney. Um, I think it's just getting, there's still some great yields for apartments, especially brand new apartments off the plan, existing at one or two better. I know in DY when we compare about some of the house pricing, yeah, 1% yield, but apartments, you can still get 3 4%. And if you're borrowing at one and a half or 1.8, there's still good money there. But I think the more and more I've been going through this with um, – clients a lot at the moment do you want equity like capital growth or do you want rental return because a lot of the traditional mindset is buy a house stay away from strata but when you look at with house pricing surging then land tax is going to surge um and your yields are much lower like i mentioned it the other day where a client was thinking about selling a property that generates for four mil 100k income and they could recreate that income with three granny flats on their houses and still have all the money in the bank. So I think investors just got to get a little bit more savvy um, and be a, bit, be a bit more pinpoint on what they're looking their, to buy. And, and their, their land tax and their land tax bill is not going to change. But something that everyone should be really, really careful about is I know um, this property market is not a, is not a sprint. Yes, it's sprinting, but it's a marathon. Um, so when this boom goes, when the bust comes, when the boom comes, when the bust goes, when the whatever you call it, it's it's a marathon on a market. Now, I truly would. I know Luke's referred to the city market. The yields are, are not are not that high, um, but. 
the capital growth is absolutely phenomenal and it always has been and i'm talking a marathon so you know it's easy to take one year or the last three years or pick a suburb but if you pick any you know majority of suburbs of sydney and i'm talking 95 percent and if you pick those suburbs over 50 years um, you know, you are making 10% a year on your capital growth and you are making 5% a year on the yield. Now, that yield's going down to 4%, but the capital growth certainly moving up. So I, I'd encourage investors to get into the market now. I don't think the market's overcooked um, no. like, uh, you know, like, like the media is presenting. Um, it's, it's fact that the property market hasn't doubled over 10 years yet and it, and it will. Uh, and until it gets to that point, I'm, I don't think it's frightening. And even when it gets probably 30, 40 or 50 percent past that point, I don't think it's frightening over. So there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of leg room in this in this real estate market for investors still. Definitely. And Mark, um, I just want to bring up the podcast. We just cracked um, over 10,000 downloads as well. I just want to bring that up. So I just want to thank everyone for watching and listening. Yeah, the, thank just you. So where is Look it? Look at that. Look at that. Especially in the last three months, we've had 30, like of the 11,000, we've had probably 30% of that in the last sort of 90 days, which I just, yeah, thank you, everyone. Every, like obviously Isn't originally originally it was more the video but i remember we wanted to do podcasts i remember something tom panos said was like put your content everywhere and anywhere um because you don't know how people will absorb it i think selling a property is the same yes traditionally you don't real estate.com but letterbox drops signboards facebook like you just got to put everything everywhere and um let people so i just want to yeah, really happy with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, everyone, thank you so much for your support. Like it's been, and you know what? There wouldn't be a time that um, we meet people around in the street, out west, out north, down south, wherever, um, that actually that actually uh, know uh, our agency through digital and support and have supported us that way. Um, I was even at a funeral yesterday, and um, you know, a gentleman from out west that I hadn't seen for 20, 35 years was like, "Oh, I see your stuff." You're thinking, "Wow, that's." Yeah. you know that's that's unbelievable support and thank you um and also it, uh, michael another thing there is which i've um, always thought about it goes across 15 channels so podcast is one channel of 15 yeah. channels it's got it's going across uh seven uh facebook channels at the moment it, while we're talking it's going out to all the, another seven instagram channels um after mm -hmm. we talk, after we talk it's going out to another three linkedin channels so it's um it's a lot of fun it's a lot of work and thank you everyone and i hope we're educating people and i love to know the topics that you want to know that we can help you with because often it's sitting up here and it just stays up here and if, if you can tell us what you'd like to know out of the show we'd love to help you yeah definitely love send us a, a private message text us email us whatever topics you want and we definitely appreciate it because i love creating content the educational content rather than a lot of agents always just post how good am i i sold this i sold this and it's yeah it, it like who doesn't love talking about what they do and what they're interested in so we enjoy the, the opportunity and we thank everyone for watching and before we close out good luck to everyone with these storms today and over yep. the weekend um good on you for the police the fire and the ses uh, and thank you so much for all of your support. Um, 
you know, I, yeah, it, you guys are absolutely selfless people, and thank you. Like it's, uh, and it's going to be a, a tough time for a lot of people in Sydney and New South Wales. So good luck. Yes, thank you, everyone. Cheers. Bye.